2: now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block, East Strick, and not Austin Orman. It is East Strick and Bach. And uh, this is our final segment before we get into the crossover with D.P. and J. from Old School Um, I wanted to, um, I want to pull up something while I have the opportunity to do so. And I think I got it. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Russell Wilson has been having a little bit of problems. Uh, last year he got roasted heavily. Um, they, a lot of people were saying it was because of the scheme out at Seattle that made him who he was. It was seen that he was coddled. Um, some of them, some of the ex teammates have come out and basically said that he wasn't held to the same. Well, let, let's just name it. Let's just name it. It's put it out there. Uh, Sherman, uh, uh, Richard Sherman and KJ Wright had a conversation and in, in, uh, on a podcast, I believe. Um, and they talked about their dislikes and other players. And you, you see tweets that come from Doug Baldwin, who was one of his good receivers at the time. And, you know, basically saying he's soft as cotton in a sense. And, <laughs> but they said he was not held to the same accountability as the rest of us. He, the, you know, KJ Rice said, you're bashing the defense. I need you to uh, at least mention his name in the team meeting. And then Sherman also talked about how Wilson was getting special treatment from head coach Pete Carroll, uh, which caused a lot of friction in the, hot, in, in the, um, in the locker room. There was also comments from some that were saying he was fake. He was fraudulent, you know, so, You know, he would act like he was cool with you and just, you know, but it would, it it just didn't come off as genuine. And uh, he said he blocked numbers from some of his ex teammates. Once he left the Seahawks, there was blocking of numbers. But the one that, that hit me really hard was they said he had office and parking spaces that were just solely his. So he'd have an office up there. So it was just a lot of preferential treatment that he seemed that he was getting up there. So. But the thing is, you come into this year, they have great expectations. Sean Payton and the crew really was looking at this as a breakthrough uh, for the Broncos this year. Uh, when you look at the division, I think you could say it was kind of up for grabs. You know, they figured to maybe be second at worst in the division. I didn't know what, you know, the Broncos, I mean, not the Broncos, but the uh, Las Vegas Raiders were going to do. just. You, When you look at the division, you just didn't you just didn't really know, you know, how that was going to pan out. But at the same time, you hope that Russell would be better. So my pushback is when you look at it in five games of Russell Wilson, uh, Bach, Russell Wilson in five games, I can't really say it's his fault. Them being one and four, I, I would say last year, I, I would look at it and I would say, yo, <laughs> is his legacy in jeopardy? Is, you know, did it was – was he just that the system was just perfect for him in Seattle and just that he can't play in another system? Um, is it marriage-related? I mean, there was just a lot of questions that were being thrown out. But at the same time, this year in five games, he's already over 1,200 yards passing. He's over 1,200 yards passing with a 60, uh, 67% completion ratio, uh, uh, percentage, uh, two 42 yards a game, 11 TDs with only two interceptions, been sacked fifteen times, and his passer, his rating is over one hundred and six. So I can't really say that when I look at it, it's really his fault. And you did have some interesting takes on their on their uh, the other side of the ball for them too.
0: Yeah, that defensive side of the ball is uh, obviously struggling quite a bit. Uh Again, worse in the league as far as points allowed. A lot of that coming from the seventy that the Dolphins hung up on them. Um, understandable, uh, you know, they're, the one bright spot for them is understandable why they've got uh, got rid of. Randy Gregory and I, I've said this before, and I don't mean this in, in too much of a slight form, but I think Randy Gregory's name holds more than his play does. He does have a lot of get a lot of pressures, but um, you know maybe it was playing in Dallas. He kind of became I don't want to say a household name, but a name a lot of people knew around the league.
2: Well, it's easy when you go on the other side, you got those type of guys.
0: Yeah, there was a lot <laughs> of guys there. Just didn't didn't get anything going in Denver, and one of the young guys, Nick Benito basically took his spot and has five and a half sacks already yeah. on the year. Yeah. Uh, of course, if you remember, Nebraska played against Nick Benito a few years ago when he was at Oklahoma. So, um, you know, that's the one bright spot on on Denver's defense. There's not a whole lot else. Um, but I, I, I mean, I agree with you. It's just, you know, 11 touchdowns, the to two picks. It's much better. Last year he finished with 16 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, which was one of his worst uh, career years. Um, so a little bit more understandable there. Obviously, the fact that they lost to Hackett in the the Jets this week, especially, really just kind of makes them look silly because Sean Payton was taking his shots in the off season. Um, obviously, it looks a little easier said than done to get this turnaround. It's it's just kind of crazy to me, you know. And, it, and part of it, I think, is the roster around him. Um, you know, good, not great help. You know, there's there's guys. You know, Jerry Judy's fine. Uh, you know, as far as like top level wide receivers, I'm saying, you know, he's good. Um, but it's not like he's got, you know, some of the pieces that he had to work with in Seattle. I think he's, I I think it's all right. Um, you know, as far as Russell Wilson, I wouldn't put too much of the blame on him. It's just, I think anybody's going to struggle with that defense.
2: Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you hope to have a good balance, but you're even greater if you have an elite defense and just even a mediocre, you know, an offense that's just can take advantage of the, of how good, I mean, the legend of boom was phenomenal. There was a lot of benefit from that because all you had to do was really just be solid when you have a defense like them for all those years, you know. Um.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
2: I would also say, even in the in the years when the um, the Ravens were great at the defensive side of things oh yeah it, you, you didn't really need an elite style quarterback you just needed a solid running game to move the ball when you had rice and you know those guys who could just really take take advantage and run that clock and let the defense put you in great positions in order to uh win games so i i, I don't I, i'll push back a little bit on that i don't think his legacy is totally in jeopardy i think they're stuck with him I don't think he can go anywhere. I don't think that he's movable. I think the money that was given to him is way, way too much for anybody even to take a chance on him, especially with the season that he put up last year and just how things are going for them right now. I I just think it's troubling for them to try to move him. Um, Quarterbacks are at a need right now. There's a lot of places where quarterbacks could be of use, but I just don't think he's one of them that could be on the move.
0: No, I don't think he's necessarily and I wouldn't if I'm the Broncos. I mean, he is one of the, the the pieces. He's he's got a few years left in him, probably what 33 years old, something like that. Um so he's probably got a few years left in him. A big part of his his game is scrambling around, so I mean if he loses, you know, part of that speed, I mean that could be a kind of a a quick downfall, you know, type of thing, so you want to look, you know, be definitely be ahead of it before he does kind of hit that age. But it isn't interesting. I mean, he's he's got good enough numbers, but he's easy to forget about right now in Denver as we were talking about the top quarterbacks in the league, it doesn't seem like it was was where it was a decade ago. Well, you know, he was, he was the young guy a decade ago and he was one of those guys that was up and he's got a good legacy, I think. Um, but it's, it's interesting because he's just so easy to forget about right now on a, on a Broncos team. That's not competitive.
2: Yeah. And, uh, the Heyman text line is lighting up with you guys. Uh, disc golf. Jake, uh, says, yeah, I remember when Denver had some dogs on defense, uh question mark <laughs> Pepper's Farms remembers uh he throws that out there uh notorious BIB B. says Russell Wilson is a blowfish uh <laughs> with an overblown ego who actually stinks now Mr Unlimited has hit a wall in Denver um it, it's tough when you're taking scrutiny but here's the thing right here's 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 the crazy thing about this just think about how bad it is for Russell Wilson right now and how probably bad it was last year and just think about where he's at. But just think about if he was in New York with the Jets or the Giants. Mm. How much worse it can be on your psyche. Oh, like, yeah. like, it, to me, he still rebounded in his numbers so far up to this point. Yeah, yep. But... Just think of how like Zach will like if Zach Wilson and him. I think if Zach Wilson and him is, were flipped, I think Zach Wilson would probably even be better off right now than he is now.
0: <laughs> that New York media market's oh. not
2: easy. Oh my goodness, I mean like just think about um, my mind just drew a blank. What's 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 so you you have the the lefty crew, so you have Jalen Brunson up in New York. Oh yeah yeah. Then you have um. You have Jalen, then you have um, uh, the Duke young fella. And then you have um, the... Uh, the R.J. Barrett? R.J. Barrett. Yeah. Then you have the other one um, that was an all-star last year. Gosh dang it, my mind just... drew. I hate when I'm thinking about a topic and then I <laughs> freaking <laughs> try to throw all names out. these are all on the out. Knicks here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Help me out, Sunderham and text line, if yeah. you guys are on it. Um, they're all lefties. The big fella that can handle... Randall Julius Randall gosh dang it man my mind was (laughs) God Bach you're worse than me almost yeah Julius Randall so just think about how they killed him last year in the playoffs he had a good season he was a freaking all-star yeah but boy when he got into the playoffs it was Merc Sessions on him like I just they, they can do just so many things to your psyche you yeah. know, and did
0: you have did you experience it? I, I didn't.
2: I didn't have to. I wasn't there as long enough to experience yeah. it. I mean, then I wasn't. I was kind of just a support role. I wasn't playing as much. And I thought Jeff Van Gundy was just goofy. Did you, man? Listen, here's why. When you when when you lose because you don't have depth, Jeff Van Gundy was a seven man rotation guy no matter what okay it was what it was going to be so it was larry johnson marcus canby um you had Sprewell, Allen alan houston and then you had uh chris childs uh charlie ward and i think there was oh kurt thomas mm. okay that was the rotation literally couldn't break it and every now and then i would I would get thrown in there depending on the situation or they needed stops or maybe foul trouble or whatever. But we had we had a little bit more depth than that. Yeah. Right? And he wouldn't do it. So you go and play a tough schedule. Now I think the schedule was worse than it was now. I mean cuz there was days we had 5 and 7.
0: Mm.
2: Back to back back to back travel day play the next day, travel day back to back back to back in 7 days. It was like we had schedules like that. So guys are tired. Why why are you wasting guys on a seven man rotation for 82 games? So then you get in the playoffs and guys are either hurt, injured or in trouble. So I thought Jeff Engani was goofy, but I'm I, we got yeah, off track that's a little interesting bit. In its own right but though, just yeah. to throw it out, but that that's why I think they didn't, you know, they weren't able to break through cuz Larry ends up getting hurt and, and freaking. Allen Houston ends up with knee issues. Was that
0: this t- how far removed was that from their? Uh, they they finals just appearance. went to the. They just went to the finals. It was that, just the next. So year. the next year, oh, okay. Same yeah. team, hmm.
2: except they added a few guys like me, and there was a couple other guys that they added. And they
0: um, did. They made that run from the eighth seed, right? So it was maybe a little bit misleading that they were like in the final, like they weren't. They
2: weren't. Yeah, because they beat the. They beat the Heat. That yeah. was really the ones that. They thought we're gonna go that Tim Hardaway and you know that crew, yeah, and uh, morning and all of them, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're gonna cross over uh, just a little little breakdown. I don't know, man. We got into the New York market and we got into Jeff Van Gundy, the goofy <laughs> one. Um, shout out to Jeff Van Gundy. He's, I I think Jeff Van Gundy was a good. He was a solid coach, but I think he was better. Great, sport, analyst. I mean, great yeah, analyst. I like listening to him. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back. We have Jay. I see Jay in the building. We'll talk with Jay a little bit. We'll see uh, what maybe some of his thoughts are
1: about uh, some of these football potential moves uh, when we get back right after this on the block. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.